We're back, and this time we're official. This is the world's greatest podcast about the Coventry Bears. This is Bear Necessities. Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast, coming at you from our new home on CoventryBears.com. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson, and joining me as always, I've dragged him out of pre-season training, it's former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, how are you doing? Are you missing rugby league? Yes, I'm good, mate. Um, yes, I am. It's It's been definitely one of the longest off-seasons that I can remember. It really has. Um, it doesn't seem too far away now. I'm quite looking forward to it. A lot of teams are announcing their squads. It's uh, it's getting a bit exciting now. I'm looking forward to next season. Yeah, same here. So 2020 marks the start of a new era for the Bears and the keen-eared of you will have clocked that it's similar for this podcast too. Yes, we are now officially the club's official podcast. So from now on, podcast episodes will live on the Bears' official website and will be tweeted under the club's main account and all of that stuff. Basically, we want to do as much as we can to promote the Bears and by going official, we can tap into the club's existing audience, hopefully draw in a few more listeners too. It's still going to be the same show, lots of match analysis and reaction, but we also plan to use our new status to bring you even closer to the playing squad in 2020 and generally keep doing what we think has been a good job so far and keep telling the Bears story and Craig it feels pretty good to be official doesn't it we've kind of we've almost been official the whole time but not had the official stamp on it but it's it's nice to to join forces with the club on a on a proper basis this year yeah absolutely I mean um I guess we've had uh, a bit of a privileged position in that we've we've had close relationships with the likes of Al and Tom and and the rest of the coaching staff and and even access to players that ordinarily other me- media outlets wouldn't have. But um, it's really good to be official now, and I think it shows a bit of recognition for what we've done so far. And it means, as you said, it means it opens up things to new audiences for us. Um, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to to the season ahead because. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get more stuff for people to listen to in terms of um, players and everything else. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, 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 definitely. So um, from January, we will be back into the proper swing of things, but we wanted to bring you a, a pre-season episode right now to celebrate our new official status. And mainly because we've got a couple of important interviews to bring you that really reflect the changes that have gone on at the Bears since we chatted to you last. So later, you'll hear Craig talking to Alan Robinson, who is taking on head coach responsibility in 2020 and he's deep into assembling a new squad and a focused set of club values for everyone to buy into lots of exciting stuff there but before that there's the reason that Alan is now coaching so you'll probably be aware that Tom Sang left the club a few weeks ago to take up an exciting role as assistant first team coach and reserve team coach at the London Broncos everyone involved in the Bears is obviously sad to see him go but also thrilled to see him take the next step in his career and it only felt right that we got Tom back on the show for a farewell interview particularly given his, his last interview on the show was after the final game of the season which was a 72-0 defeat at home which was not the best way for someone like Tom to sign off so we invited him back he came on and uh, here's the chat okay well 
Tom, we uh, we couldn't leave your final appearance on the podcast being after the the end of the last season, and you know we wanted to get you on as a chance to to reflect on your time at the Bears and just a chance to offer you a chance to say farewell to all of our listeners and all the Bears fans. So, first of all, I mean congratulations so much on the new role. I think everybody at the club is really proud of what you've been able to achieve and where you're going. How have those first few weeks at the Broncos been? Yeah, thanks, Dave. Um, really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, the first, um, I think, eight weeks now I've been in the back. First of all, I've absolutely flown by, and I guess that's a good sign when things are going so quickly you can't notice it. Um, but yeah, I'm absolutely loving uh, life down here. Obviously, I've not moved down to London. I'm, I'm, I'm travelling in most days, and that's one of the main challenges. But um, but I'm, I'm doing that travel without any, any hassle whatsoever, and, and obviously the fact that I'm enjoying it so much makes it um, worthwhile. So yeah, it's it's great to be in a in a full time environment and uh, and living and breathing rugby league. Um, it's it's what I've always wanted to do once I started uh, coaching. Is, is is get to a point where it was my job and and now I'm doing that and uh, and obviously thankful to Coventry for giving me my first opportunity, which allowed me to get here. And obviously thankful to London for for taking um, or giving me this this second opportunity now. So. Uh, very thankful and very uh, grateful. I'm not taking it for granted, so I'm making sure to enjoy every every moment of it so far. Excellent stuff. I mean, everyone can see what an amazing opportunity it was for you, and and I think, as I say, everyone's just really really pleased for where you've gone and can understand why you made the move. Was it a tough decision to leave the Bears, or or was this offer just just too good to to turn down? Yeah, I mean, I, it's when when. Danny Ward at Broncos gave me the call and, and suggested that this was something that might be on the table. Uh, it wasn't straightforward. I mean, I've got a lot of loyalty to, to Coventry and, and to the to the people there. Um, obviously, Alan and, and, and the other coaches and, and also the fans as well and the players. Um, but once I spoke it, spoke about it with um, with my family and, and Grace, my girlfriend, and we sort of weighed everything up. I, I, like you said, it was it was too good an opportunity to turn down. So although initially there was a bit of hesitance um, once I kind of got my head around exactly what the what the job would entail, um, I, I kind of got to a point where I was very comfortable with with making that decision. And perhaps if it had been earlier in 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 my best career, I might not have done because I've, I might have felt a bit more um, that I needed to to. to to, to get to a certain point with the Bears, but ha- after five years, um, it probably was the right time um, for the club just as much as me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned it been five years at the Bears. You, you'd been there since before the League One adventure started, and you've left the club in a in a really strong place and and you know a fantastic reputation in the game and and definitely signs for a bright future. You you must be proud of what you achieved in your time at the Bears. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so five years in League One and eight years in total. So. Uh, quite a, quite a long time, but I mean, there's obviously um, when you when you're involved with a club like Coventry, sometimes the results aren't how you measure. Quite often, the results aren't how you measure whether you're successful or not. Um, but there's obviously so many milestones along the way that sort of the, the first professional game, the first professional win, um, some of the victories that we had against some of the more um, established teams. Um, but also things like the players that we've helped develop and have gone on to, to bigger and better things um, up the up the league structure. Um, guys that might not necessarily have kicked on but have become better players and now established League One guys, League One players 
Um, and guys that have sort of grown up with us as coaches and, and as mentors, that are, even with a, if they're not still with the club, I'm, I hope we'll still have some of the some of the, the, the characteristics that we, we we try to instill in them um, that might help them in in life and in their work career and, and relationships etc. Beyond the beyond rugby, so um, we've a lot to be uh, proud of the guys that have been involved. Um, and now it's for me, it's handing on the baton to to the next group of players, coaches, volunteers, etc. Um, but I'll always I'll always be a fan of, of the Bears. I'll always be very close to my heart. So. Now, I know you, when I interviewed you as part of the process of writing my book and, and we did that that long chat about your career in the game and, and your time at the Bears, you told me at that point that the, the win at home to Keithley in 2018 was probably your proudest Bears moment. Is that still the case or, or did any of the, the standout wins from last year sort of creep into that list? Yeah, that, that's definitely still up there because of the way that what had come before that with the, the loss previously in the season to them. So that does stick in the memory. The the Hunslet game at the end of that season uh, where we we just looked like a um, a League One professional club more than we ever had done at that point um, we, against a, a very um, good, tough, established team. Um, we just never looked like losing that game. Um, so that one, obviously, as well. Um, and then into into the season just gone, I think the Newcastle game and, and the Worthington game, obviously, because of the results, winning the both those, but for different reasons. Newcastle, because we just really weren't expected to do that against, at the, at the time, they were the favourites to, to win the competition. Um, and then obviously working to them with the with all the former Super League players and established players that they had, and in the manner that we did it as well. So they're kind of all in the same um, bag as, as as each other, really, as just um, really memorable moments um, that that certainly won't forget about too soon. But yeah, I mean, on top of that, as obviously games that we didn't win, but just good experiences. So the Toronto game, for example, and then we played Toulouse away. So yeah, lots of memories and lots of um, really fun things to, to, to be able to think back on and, and obviously the the good memories and, and also the bad ones have shaped me and, and, and sort of I, I wouldn't change anything. It's it's who I am today is because, is, is because of those memories. So, so before we, we talk about your plans for 2020 and what you're going to be up to, just a, a quick cheeky question for you. What, what do you see in store for the Bears as we go into 2020? Well, I, I hope... Um, the, the sort of the five years that we, that, that myself and the players and the other staff have have laid down, can be a, a springboard. I hope that the the Bears um, can kick on. Um, obviously, the, there's been a big turnaround, not just myself, but with the playing group, and and I, I know firsthand how difficult that can be. So I'm not, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just a bit of a sort of a, a re-establishing um, point. Sort of early in the season, but I think um, with the guys that are still at the club and the talent they've brought in, on top of that, there's no reason why they can't um, enjoy a really successful and enjoyable season, as good as we've ever, as, as we've ever done. And, and obviously, there'll be teams in that division that um, that will be chasing hard for promotion this year. Um, but I think I think the club, just as a whole, is now well experienced and, and well equipped to be able to deal with some of that stuff. And and I, and I really really hope that uh, that they can. Have, a, have the best season so far mm-hmm. and obviously you're going to be you're, you're going to be at the Broncos first team assistant coach in charge of the reserve team as well you get to work day in day out with with one of the most respected head coaches in in the 
probably in the British game and you've got the challenge of working at a club that wants to get back to Super League right away I'm guessing I mean I was going to ask you if you're if you're excited by all of that but I'm I'm certain you are so just tell me a bit about what's on your plate for 2020 it sounds like a, a really great time to be to be joining the Broncos ship yeah absolutely I mean I did I did I didn't know Danny Ward and the other coaches down here all that well although I'd, I'd, I'd had a bit of a working relationship with them due to our dual registration agreement that we've had the last two two seasons or so. Um, but what I did know, the feedback from the players and, the, and when we did have players from them, um, they always came with sort of first-class attitudes, um, really respectful, really humble and really hardworking. So straight away, you know that you're going to be work, working in an environment that sort of really encourages that and, and helps players flourish, flourish on that side of the of, 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 um, of the behaviours, etc. So um, that's certainly not been... Um, a surprise when I've come down that they focus 100% on the person and the, and the players as people, making sure they get the right guys in with the right mindset, the right willingness to work hard, who are humble, who are hungry to, to improve, um, and a bit willing to, to be good pros. Um, that's what what the club is all about. It's about the people first. Um, but then beyond that, like you say, Danny and, and also Jamie Langley, who's the assistant, the other assistant coach here. Um, both very, very, or well, both played um, top flight rugby league for, for, for long careers, so they know the game inside out. And um, I'm already learning so much in terms of just the detail, level of detail that they're going to with the players and um, and the high standards that they hold. And it's not dissimilar to what we've tried to do at the Bears, but obviously with very different resources um, and time with the players being a full time environment. So um, yeah, it's just. Um, it, I'm 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 picking up new things every day, um, remembering things that would that have sort of sort of forgotten about because just didn't have the the opportunity to to, to do things um, at the Bears at times because of the, the limited time that we had training etc. But yeah, it's just like a, a really exciting time and and it's it's a busy role. I'm 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 in long hours, obviously with the commute on top. But like I said at the start, I'm, I'm not sort of regretting that side of it at all. It's it's a definitely worth worth the. Uh, worth the travel and, and worth this sort of time away from home. Yeah. I know there's been a bit of the change in the playing squad from for the Broncos from those guys who ultimately weren't able to to cling on to their Super League place. But the way Broncos acquitted themselves last season, what was it, 10 victories over the course of a the season? They beat St. Helens twice. You know, they, by any means, by any other season, they probably would have stayed up comfortably. Is, is there a sense of almost injustice around the club at, at the fact that they they still went down after such a strong year. Is that is that really driving you to to get back up at first opportunity? Uh, I'll be personally honest. We barely mentioned last season at all, and I think that sort of shows what what the club's about. We'd, we're just all completely focused on this season. It is a new group of players, so um, half of them weren't involved. Well, so approximately half the squad weren't involved in that Super League campaign. So if we started mentioning that, it wouldn't be applicable to those guys. So we're just really focused on this new group of players uh, performing well in this 2020 season. Um, and uh, and I think, yeah, it, it's we, we've, we've set our stall out and we, we're not going to make any um, any sort of excuses. We, we, we are aiming to be promoted um, first time of asking and, uh, and the way that the, the players are, training so far and, and how hard they're working 
Um, I can absolutely see that being the case and we'll be very tough to beat. And obviously one of your first challenges, one of the first dates on the fixture list is a return to Coventry in early January for a pre-season friendly. Are you looking forward to coming back to the butt so soon? Yeah, I can't wait actually. It's going to be going to be great. I, when Alan sort of got in touch and, and asked if if there was scope and potential for a friendly, I, I, I tried to pull a few few strings to make that happen, and obviously, um, thankfully, we, we could get that game on. It's going to be really exciting to go back and, and see see all the old faces, and, and it probably will be a bit surreal being in the in the away changing room for the first time. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be like sort of great on a on a personal level, meeting back up with everyone, but also on a professional level, testing the, the reserve team squad that we've got training with us, very young team. Not dissimilar to Bears teams of, of the past with the average age of, of this reserve side is probably about 19. Um, it's all last year's um, um, academy graduates who are now too old because it's changed to under 18s. Um, plus one or two older players. And we might bring um, a couple of under 18s as well. So to make it even younger, maybe one or two first teamers uh, who aren't playing uh, that weekend uh, for the first team. So um, there'll be it's going to be a strong a strong fit young team um, and hopefully obviously it'll be good for both sides to, to test where they're at at that point and, um, and kick on from there yeah well I'm sure everybody listening will be looking forward to, to coming to that one and seeing what not only what you're getting up to now but seeing what the, the Bears are shaping up like for 2020 as well so Tom I really appreciate you coming on and, and sort of doing this this final interview and obviously I've said it already but everybody involved in the club wishes you the very very best of luck with the Broncos next year and beyond I guess before I let you go what would your what would your parting message be for, for Bears fans who are listening just as a as a as a last chance to sort of sign off on this podcast before you you go off to, to do great things of Broncos. All right, I guess um, to to yourself and all the all the the, the fans that have been with us um, since I started is just thank you so much for for your support. I mean, it's, professional sport is stereotypically it's uh, it's like a bit of a cauldron, but with with the Bears and and how where where we were with in terms of location and resources. Etc. It was very difficult at times, and it and it will be for the Bears for 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 probably a, a couple more seasons at least. So I just thank you for your support, unending support, and um, understanding of of where we are, and being able to celebrate the little things and the small wins along the way, and and being able to allow us to to sort of develop young players because there's always the risk of wanting success immediately and and help wanting to satisfy um, the club and the fans who want who obviously will always enjoy success and doing it too quickly and trying to bring in players from wherever and spending more money than you've got. But we were allowed to um, do it a bit more organically and, and I think it was a lot more rewarding because of that. So the, the, the wins that we got were meant more because we did it with, with, with not as much as what other clubs had. So thank you so much for that and, and obviously please try and keep that philosophy as for as long as you can at the club because that's that's definitely the way to go. So Great. Well, Thank you again, Tom. Um, thank you for everything you've done for the Bears. And as I say, I've, I'll say it again one more time, very best of luck in your time at the Broncos. And we're already looking forward to seeing you in, in January and catching up and um, and then going our separate ways and uh, seeing how we both get on. So appreciate you coming on the podcast one last time, Tom, and see you soon. Cheers, Dave. All the best, mate.
So as we've always said, huge thanks to Tom for joining us on the podcast. Best of luck to him and I'm sure we'll all be glad to welcome him back to the butts on the 10th of January when the Bears take on the Broncos. And of course, we'll be watching the Broncos with uh, with even a closer eye as uh, as Tom progresses in his, his career. So Craig, I mean, just quickly before we go on to your interview with Alan, Tom achieved a lot of good things at the Bears and he just thoroughly deserves this chance to step up, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, he put his heart and soul into the Bears. I think he was coaching for around eight or nine years um transitioned the club from being an amateur club into to being semi-pro and into league one so many firsts for the bears happened under tom's leadership he certainly was one of the best coaches in league one and certainly from a technical point of view one of the best out there i mean um i think a lot of young players learned so much um while playing for him for him he achieved so many things with with a limited budget here at the Bears, um, utilising pretty much a young squad every year. And yeah, it was a massive blow. I mean, when I first heard the news, I was gutted that, to find out he was leaving. But I am absolutely delighted for him at the same time. I mean, I think, you know, I think this this is what the Bears is about, though. It's about um, people coming here and putting the effort in and progressing. And he fully deserves his opportunity to move to a great club like the Broncos, who have a fantastic academy set up. And fantastic. They're, they're obviously, they've set up a reserves team for next year. It's going to be a wonderful experience with them. And um, to operate in a in a system under Danny Ward as well is only going to further his career. You know, I think it's, it's the next step up for Tom. And as, as I said, I'm absolutely delighted. Right then, let's jump now to Craig's chat with the Bears head coach for 2020, the man who is still the beating heart of these Bears. Some call him Boomer, some call him Al, but for now we'll just keep it simple. Here's Alan Robinson talking Bears 2020. Hello Alan, I think it was um, last year you made a conversation and you said the off-season is the busiest time of the year for you and and this year is no exception. There's been lots of changes, Tom leaving, uh, a change of structure at the club. Um, How have things been going? Uh, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a challenge as always. Um, this time of year could, comes around pretty quick, um, but I think we turned things around pretty quickly in regards to the squad. Um, we retained who we could retain, uh, and, and we made some you know pretty good signings, and I'm happy with. Uh, the boys have been working really hard now for well three weeks in the preseason, so uh, we're, we've one more week to go now before we break up for Christmas. But yeah, it's it's going really well. I'm pretty pleased with with how we're uh, we're going at the minute. And um, I think, I guess, Tom leaving at the time was a big blow, but, but you must feel a lot of pride with the fact that he's moved on to, to Broncos, a really good club in, in London Broncos, and furthering his career there after all the good work that he's done at the Bears. Yeah, you know, Tom's been um, been fantastic for the club over all these years. I think it's eight years, really, he's been with the club, and he's been through us through thick and thin. He knows the game in the, in the south of the country, and... He's been a real catalyst to, to what we've been doing over the last five years in League One and I thank him for all his, his dedication to the club. Uh, he's moved on now to Broncos and I think, um, you know, it's great for Tom. He's in a full-time environment down there. He's working with young players. He's working with, that, um, you know, with, with experienced coaches in the, in the championship as well. So, you know, it's great for Tom. I know he's really enjoying it and, uh, you know, we still keep in touch. Yeah, and there's... 
as a result of Tom leaving, there's been a, a change of structure at the club. Um, you've taken over as director of, of rugby. Um, and I guess that's all bedding in now. And, and, and as you say, pre-season's going well so far. Yeah, I've been uh, getting my hands dirty as such, um, working with the players uh, on the field as well, uh, doing a bit of coaching. The guys, um, you know, we've just been making sure that the guys have been working really hard. Where we've been training at, at Warwick School gives us an opportunity that we've not had before. Uh, the f- facilities there are, are world class. Uh, S and C, um, full four G outside, um, the swimming pool, everything that we would need really to to maximise the environment in pre season. And you know, pre season is the most important time of the year, really, in regards to everything. And I think the boys are buying into that. Um, and you know, we just hope to reap the benefits of that come come January. Yes, Alan, and as well as Tom leaving, um, another one of the coaching team, Mark Sloan, has, has left the Bears after a number of years at the club. I guess you'll you'll be really great for all the effort and, and everything he's put into the club over the years as well. Uh, yes, Mark's um, moved on from the club as well. Um, it was uh, in regards to just more changes really in relation to the new direction we were going in. And Mark's also had uh, um, some some new additions to his family. Um, I'd just like to, to thank him really for all of his support and uh, work that he's done all over all these years as well. And, and actually, the, and as well as the last five years in League One. Um He's obviously supported the club for many other years uh, before that as well. So it it is all change in relation to what we're doing. Um, we, you know, we are moving forward with uh, a new vision and a lot of new expectations. Rich Squires has also come on board um, and, and is working with me with the the first team. He was a an assistant coach last year, but was a bit more on the periphery. Uh, now he's stepped up um, as a, uh, an assistant coach, uh, has been leading uh, on a lot of the sessions and uh, I've been really impressed with his um, outlook uh, and his knowledge. And um, yeah, it's it's been a pleasure to work with Rich. Uh, a number of the other players, I think as well, have stepped in uh, in, re- in regards to just leading on you know the the sort of higher standards that we expect now. Kadeem Williams is another is another guy that's been heavily involved last year. Obviously, as an outside back that we retained as a as a player. Um, I've been really impressed with his leadership qualities, um, and I think he'll play a real key role uh, next season. Other than that, we've also got probably six or seven trialists that are still with us. Uh, we played, obviously played the prison service a couple of weeks ago and that served its purpose in relation to another really hard game for us to get a look at a number of other players. So, you know, there's still a few guys there that, that could be coming into the squad and, um, you know, we'll see how that pans out probably in the next few weeks. Yeah, and, and as well as a change of structure, um, a change of culture as well, you've introduced what you're calling the Bears way and tell us I mean for anyone that's not aware they'll have seen the symbols and things on the website um, but tell us a little bit about that it's something that um, I've been working on for a period of time um, I think over the last five years in League One it, it, with Tom moving it and, and been some changes at the club I think it was time that we reflected on a lot of things and it's something I think that uh, you know it's good business practice and good practice in general in sport to reflect and to look at everything and get the right feedback and it really it really um, sort of led from that uh, into a little bit of a vision in regards to the future of the club that's something that um, I think has been really important to to look at we're we're bringing those in now with the players as well and, a, and the structure just having the right focus 
having the right vision for what we want to be doing in regards to the club on and off the field, bringing the culture together between the fans, partners, sponsors, players, and actually having everyone sort of in the same frame of mind to, to where we want to be going. And uh, it's a massive challenge, obviously, playing in League One, being a club outside the north, it's always tough. But I, I think if we're focused on what we're doing, and we're really structured in what we're doing. Um, it keeps everyone on the right track. And uh, obviously, I think that's something that mentally is really good for myself as well and, and all the staff and the players. Um, and it gives us that focus and direction. And, you know, we're, we, again, you know, it's part of that environment. You've got to have a good mindset. And, uh, you know, that's something that will grow and the new culture will grow into the new year. And I'm hoping again that we'll see the benefits of that. That's great. And and you've already mentioned some new signings. There's, there's been some really eye-catching ones. Uh, I know a couple of more experienced members of the squad have left, but you seem to have replaced them with, with, with some really top-class talent. Yeah, um, I've um, looked to sort of strengthen our spine again with, with some of the players that we've lost. If you look at what we've done there, I suppose in relation to that, Elliot, we've lost Elliot Hall, he's moved on to Workington, we've replaced him with, with Nathan Hill, who I think is going to be a really exciting player for us. He's another player that I think is a bit unknown to League One, but but you know, looking at his calibre within the Student Rugby League, I know he's also spent some time in Australia and he looks to be a really strong and exciting runner. Looking in, into the halves then, and, and I suppose at the back of the scrum, we've got the likes Kieran Smith and Ryan Langton who, who've both played with whole FC reserves they're again involved in the student game and they bring some experience uh, in, in, in sorely needed positions there really um, again we've got Chris Cullimore who's come in at nine uh, as a hooker uh, with with some experience and you know we've strengthened the, the back row with the likes of Brad Clavering and I think all those guys coming in gives us a bit of strength and spine uh, of the team um, we've obviously obviously kept a number of players that are local as well that they're, they're working really hard the likes of Brad Sheridan's working really hard and you know our, our young front rowers there we've got another young front rower in Will Budd who's come in from um, a former Broncos junior big strong carrier and I think some of the young, exci- exci- there's some young, really exciting uh, players that that are working really hard in pre-season, and um, I- I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. Yeah, and you've retained the likes of Reese Rance as well on the wing, um, so you've got real speed out wide as well, haven't you? We've got Reese and Hayden uh, re-signed, which you know are proven try scorers at this level. Um, both those guys are really experienced now you know they've played a number of years and they bring that quality out wide you know some of the other guys that were brought in like Alex Williams and Reese Williams again a bit more experience in the pack and in the in the outside backs we've got actually this we've got a really physical looking team uh, and I think that's something we've not necessarily had a huge amount of before having that depth you know that coupled with the guys that we've already got in there like Peter Ryan and Will Tully and, and the, you know, the young sort of uh, local Midlands guys it gives us a bit of depth and I think you know with, with the SNC they've been doing Ben Gray's been back in and working really hard with SNC on the SNC side as well driving the culture driving the, the, the work rate and yeah it's, it's um, we're pretty pleased going into Christmas that's great it sound, all sounds really good and there was more exciting news as well recently with the announcement of a pre-season friendly against Broncos that's in early January, I believe. Yeah, Friday the 10th of Jan, uh, Friday night, 7.30pm kickoff at the Butts. That'll be our first game back at the Butts Park Arena. Um, really looking forward to getting back there. Uh, the pitch is, is immaculate, uh, looks to be in fantastic condition. A long way from
from what, what we've been used to at this time of year in the mud in the past so we're really looking forward to that I think that'll be another really exciting night and uh, obviously we're welcoming Tom and the Bron- and the Broncos uh, on the night and it's going to be you know it'll be another tough game a week after that we travel to Keithley uh, on the 19th and that's going to be a, a really tough game you know they've recruited some really strong players a massive squad um, which is going to be you know going into the going up there is is another massive challenge but it's good it's the sort of stuff we want to be doing at that time of year and you know we've got a big January planned for pre-season and uh, the players are all buying into it so uh, you know, we should hopefully come, I think it's the 8th of February, there's a third round of the Challenge Cup and then the season starts on the 16th of February against Rochdale at home. So it's going to come around quickly. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the start of the season. Feels like it's been a really long off season, but things are shaping up nicely. Cheers, Al. Cracking interview there, Craig. Um, we'll save our full preview for the new year, but... In short, there's plenty to be excited about for the Bears under under the stewardship of Alan Robinson in 2020, isn't there? Yeah, I think um, so. Alan's obviously moved into that director of rugby role. It's a more hands-on role for him personally. I think it's a it's a good move for him. Um, I think last year he was. Um, I think he would have liked to have been more involved with with the first team, and obviously we couldn't do that before. But I think it's a it's a good step for him. I think one thing he'll he'll get out of the players is um, I think they'll be more aggressive this year. I think they'll be um, you know they'll play percentages um, when they're on the pitch. I think they'll um, you know certainly we'll see some real fire and fight. You know when he was a player he was someone who led from the front and I think he'll do the same as in, in the director of rugby role. Um, he's got Richard Squires supporting him as well. He's he's a very good coach. I think um, he showed towards the end of last season how knowledgeable. He, he is and um, I think he'll, he'll do a, a really good job alongside Al in, in getting the first team ready pre-season I'm hearing loads of good things about pre-season and, and how well things are going um, the new training facilities uh, at Warwick School are fantastic and um, the lads are putting the effort in and, and I'm really optimistic about the, the start of the season as I said I know it was a massive blow to, to lose Tom but um, I'm hearing lots of really good, positive things and um, really looking forward to seeing how this, this squad of players turns out. Absolutely. Same here. Well, we're going to leave it there for this pre-season episode. We will, of course, be back at it in January ahead of the vis- visit of the London Broncos before we then get into previewing the season as a whole, get stuck into the thick of it all from February. But before then, just leaves us to say that both of us here at your official Coventry Bears podcast would like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we hope you're looking forward to joining us for another year of Rugby League in Coventry. Craig, thanks as always, and I will see you in 2020. Cheers. Thank you.